Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I am sitting here with Chris Payne. What's up? And Natalie Weiner. Hey. So we've got just to just to fill everyone in. So Jason is out today. Um, Erica, I just want to assure everyone, last week we promised we would check back in because she is doing the 22-day Beyonce <laughs> uh, branded or whatever vegan challenge. The reason she's not here today is not that she is dying. Thankfully. Uh, she is alive, although very unhappy with her diet. But we'll, we'll let her speak to that more <laughs> next week. Um, but no, dropping meat... And caffeine from her diet didn't kill Erica, but it did prevent her from speaking for the next. No, she can speak. I'm kidding. She can speak. She, she will be on her podcast, I think. Um, but Joe's yeah. Joe's trying to earn an endorsement from like the beef lobby. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, anyways. So yeah. So let's, let's hop into it. Let's start with, um, let's do game featuring Drake. I knew that was going to be first. 100. So yeah. Oh, you knew it. Wow. You... All right. Well, if if you knew it was going to be first, then why don't you <laughs> tell us what you think about it? Uh, I mean, I just feel like it's way better than I expected because it's the game. And like, really, realistically, Ooh. what has the game done that we've like ever talked about in the past? I don't know, many years. Um, but he's actually put out two really good tracks recently. Like his last one with Dead Loaf, which was like earlier a few months ago i'm not remembering what it's called but it's fairly recent and that was a pretty solid solid one as well that actually had a really good video and this with drake it's just like a great beat the beat feels very kanye to me um Mm -hmm. and it's it's super catchy chicago soul exactly um super catchy laid back drake sounds great the game sounds good (laughs) (laughs) I I mean I totally see what you're saying because it's been a while since the game did something that was great but like I definitely have kind of and this is like not an American perspective but like very French and I hate to associate I don't this sounds so (laughs) pretentious but like um basically what what I feel like if someone delivers like a classic at one point like they kind of get a pass from me Mm. for the rest of their life and I will 
you know, even Why when is they, that French? <laughs> because that's that's how they treat like their filmmaker. French Montana's debut album, <laughs> part of <laughs> my French, French, about how you'll love his music from now on, no matter what, because it's a classic. Um, no, it's like a very French cultural thing to celebrate directors and artists long after their expiration date, and like still treat them like gods. Whereas in America, it's a hundred percent like, well, what have you done for me lately? Um, so the documentary. Well, is what you're saying. Yes. With the, yeah, the documentary is awesome. The documentary is a great album. Uh, love It or Hate It is, I mean, like, Hate one it or of love the best. It. Hate It or Love It. Yeah, I love it so much, I can't even say it right. <laughs> um, it's, like, one of the best rap songs of, you know, yeah, the last 15 years. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, anyways, though. So, yeah, so, but I totally agree. Like, I haven't really cared about what the game did for, I mean, also, I Also, always... he's, like, in the headlines right now for, like, punching an off-duty cop and paying his nanny, like, a settlement for Instagram libel. So, like, I don't know, his public image is not... You know, right, hard hitting hit maker. This is true, but the song is really like, like you said, surprisingly really good. Yeah, I like how Drake can continuously make a career out of the theme of friends and like no new friends and like <laughs> how like just want friends from way back and how like no one's real now and like yeah. as I get more famous, you gotta watch your back. Like <laughs> friendships are always stabbing you. Like that's just what this song is about. I saw a tweet that was like Drake has two songs. The first one is I really love you but I'm just this way and I can't help it. And the second one is old friends are better than new friends (laughs) and those are his two songs it is like one thing you gotta give him though it's like how many rappers really talk about friendship ever like this is a theme that's not really addressed too often in hip-hop i mean really outside of children's music this is not like a popular theme for radio songs um loyalty i feel like is a theme maybe not so explicitly like my bff like but Mm. But like staying true to your crew and whatnot. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a that's sort true. of longstanding tradition. Incidentally, and I I could be wrong with this, but it seems like he's the game now, officially. Yeah. Whereas for a while, and I remember this was years ago, but I got like from the publicist a press release that was like, he's not the game anymore, it's just game. <laughs> and like I double confirmed it, but now I feel like that's not true. Like now he's just gone back and just yeah, given up and it's the game. He knows about SEO. He's just like mm. the game. But that's so... In- oh, he picked such that. a bad SEO rapper name to begin with. Yeah. It's true. I mean, he was kind of like... He started out like before people thought about Oh, totally. Things. Yeah. yeah. So you can't blame him. You really... He should have predicted the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will blame him for that. There's a Jamaican reggae person. Assassin changed his name because of SEO. Like, because his name's Assassin, so he changed it to Agent Sasko, but nobody calls him that. Everybody yeah. still calls him Assassin, so. Well, who's Googling Assassin, anyway? I mean, like, you're <laughs> like, oh, I need to find an Assassin. So, anyways. But, whatever. Anyway. So, so yeah, game featuring Drake. Very surprisingly good. Natalie Weiner raves surprisingly good. <laughs> um... Let's listen to it. So the song's called 100. This my city, nigga. Everybody know it. Riding around town, just me and my four pounds. Tucking my time for us, hoping I ain't got to show it. L.A. niggas be the craziest. These niggas do some shady shit. Niggas will run up on your car. Catch you off guard like the Lil Wayne and baby shit. 40, I'm fucked up. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all All right, that was game featuring Drake 100. Uh, next up, let's do, let's do a Chris pick. So what, what do you want to do? you want to do Wonder Years? Uh, sure. Let's do the Wonder Years. All right. Let's start with the Wonder Years. Song is Cardinals. 
Yeah, so Wonder Years dropped this song last night, and I follow a lot of people, Twitter, who are big pop-punk people, and everyone seemed to like be unanimously in love with this song. And I think it's really, really good. I mean, the pop-punk speaking, the Wonder Years are about as pop-punk as you can get. Like, it's actually in their handle. Like, <laughs> when they like made themselves a Twitter name, it was, I think, T... W Y pop punk like it's like they rep it so much that it's just like within like the f- footprint online of everything they do and like they rep it so hard but anyway it's um yeah because a lot of bands want to like distance right themselves. yeah, yeah. oh or yeah just, like, be, like we don't believe in genre we just make music exactly so there's a, I think those two extremes exist these days and they're on the one extreme that's very true to things but anyway with with the actual song like damn they just like they really came at it with this one this is like a song that you can tell like the pits will open up for this live. The singer, uh, Soupy, will get really, really into this one, come out into the crowd, probably be a good uh, set closer. And, like, with new music coming forward, it's been a couple years since they had an album out, and I think pop punk has gotten, slowly been getting more clout within just, like, the general indie slash rock community instead of just being something that, like, we were saying is kind of just, like, marginalized or stigmatized. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because a lot of, like, the people who grew up liking it are now in positions to kind of legitimize it, mm-hmm. like Chris Payne, for instance. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I I liked this. I, I'd say Wonder I'm not, like, a big pop-punk guy, but, like, Wonder Years are a band that I really do like. This one, though, is, like, maybe it's, it just seems, like, maybe a little, like, too much too soon for me. Like, it just hits that emotional peak, like, mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah. Like, it, I wasn't ready for it, but... It is a good, like, it's a good song. They're good at what they do. Yeah, and that's their whole vibe. It's all just like, we're all in this together. We're going to get through this. Everything matters a lot. <laughs> this show is going to, like, make everything better, and we're all friends. Like, that's, yeah. like, that's it. Uh, more feel... friendship. <laughs> what did you yeah. think of it, Natalie? I mean, I liked it, but it's almost like, I, this is going to sound crazy, but it's almost like I couldn't hear it because I could only hear, like, the music I listened to when I was 14. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just sounds so similar to, like, you know, that whole era, like me when I was in middle school, <laughs> like what I was hearing. And so it's almost like the song, the individual nuances of the song, like escaped me because I'm just like, oh, wow, this is that sound, you know? But like, I, it's a good song. I, See, I don't think it's as polished as stuff that was big, like what you're probably referencing. Like, oh, Wonder Years, I don't, I don't. This is about to make assumptions about what I listened to when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going by well you said like the stuff that was like prominent within pop punk and most of that was all I think vocal wise guitar wise a little bit more pristine and more much more pop leaning where there like the Wonder Years I don't think would sound at all right being played on radio really I think it's no, more in sure. like the indie side of things I mean but I like had an indie moment too whatever I'm just saying like the nostalgia <laughs> sort of like clouded the mm. sound of the song for me personally but I do think it's really good. It's just like I've been so out of the pop punk realm for so long that it's like, it's just kind of. And how did it feel to be welcomed back into it? (laughs) Forced back into it. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was good. I just like I think I just need to take it slow, you know, Mm -hmm. one song at a time. Just, I mean, I went to a bowling for soup show last week, so that was also, you know, a lot. 
very different than this. This does not sound like Bowling for Soup. Okay, so. <laughs> Thank Pre- goodness pre- for that. Preemptively Thank shutting goodness. my damn eye. Come to think of it, it's, they're very different. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't I want to see that. a publicist put that on the press release. Like, <laughs> does not sound like Bowling for Soup. Board. Like, I'm really good at full quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm i'm horrified that you went to bowling for soup concert but i'm, I'm not actually it, okay? I'm, I'm smirking i'm smirking and i gave it. it a bad review mostly Aww. also now that makes me feel bad though so maybe i'm not horrified <laughs> one more thing that may be relevant to you regarding the wonder years is the singer recently appeared on the cover of substream magazine wearing a buffalo bills t-shirt Really into the uh, Bills. Hmm. Well, that means he's probably a Marshawn Lynch fan. Yeah, he, I'm sure he was at one time. Probably still is. How can you not be? Anyway, there we you go. talk about football on Joe's podcast. Yeah. This is a staunch no sports allowed rule on this podcast. Joe is outnumbered today. So. That's true. Um, well, let's, let's listen to it. So it's the Wonder Years song. It's called Cardinals. I was off on my own All right, that was The Wonder Years, and, and the, the group's named after the show, right? I mean, it would have to be. I, ne- yeah, I never read, like, an, a, something really affirming it in black and white, but I would guess, yeah, they are. Right. Because that's not, like, a phrase from the... I feel like that's not like a phrase from the 40s, like the Wonder like, Year. Maybe it no, is. we just thought of this. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it has to be. Um, all right, well let's let's move on to uh, one of my picks, and this is this. I'm gonna okay. So this podcast obviously is called the Must Hear Music Podcast. Now usually I, I use that to mean like this is a good thing that you should hear. Sometimes I mean it like this is a really bad thing that you just gotta listen to. This isn't exactly either, but this is just more like a crazy thing that exists. <laughs> that I feel the need to share with people. <laughs> so this is for the upcoming um, movie Magic Mike XXL or Double XL. I'm not sure what the correct I pronunciation is. I know Joe is. and Chris are about to see on opening night. I, I'm <laughs> definitely seeing it. Like the first one was awesome. I haven't seen the first one. Oh, it's really good actually. It's like a solid movie and very entertaining. Um, anyway, so I'll probably see the, the second one in theaters. Um, anyways, so it stars Matt Bomer who is from a show called White Collar on USA. And, like, I have cable and I watch television. And, like, I 100% cannot tell the USA Network shows apart. Like, they're about, like, (laughs) doctors and lawyers. And usually one of them is, like, somehow, like, hoodwinking someone or, like, (laughs) used to be, like, a con artist, but now the government's forcing them to play by the rules. And, like... This sounds like Catch Me If You Can. It, it is. Like it's like that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like Catch Me If You Can in like five different TV shows. Lots of people deciphering codes on yeah. the USA Network. But that being said, like I, nothing, like nothing against him. Like I'm sure the show's good. It's just I have no idea. I've watched it. I still have no idea what it's about. Um, but he is he is known for I guess at this point primarily. Aside from the show, he has, like, the most sparkling, beautiful eyes you will ever see on a living human being. And then he kind of, um, I mean, he basically, like, proposed his, or, like, changed his career from just, like, sort of known cable TV actor to, like, celebrity personality by coming out. And this is, like, kind of his big move towards cinema. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, he is a really good actor, and he seems like a great guy. So 
I'm excited he's in the Magic Mike sequel. What I am not excited about, this is a really long preamble. It really is. On the soundtrack to Magic Mike and presumably in the movie, he covers D'Angelo. He covers Untitled, How Does It Feel? And it's uh, not good, I would say, but it's interesting because it's like he really can sing and like he's got a good voice. And the song is, the cover version of it is fine, but there's just, like, no, like, sensuality to it. And it's just such a weird, but, I mean, really the reason I'm just putting this on the podcast is I feel like it's just so crazy that the guy, Matt Bomer, the guy from White Collar, is singing, like, a D'Angelo song in a movie. And I would yes, say, you know, it it's crazy. it's better than a lot of like the Glee covers, but it just like doesn't <laughs> better than a lot of the Glee covers. <laughs> like the lowest possible. Price. That is pretty low price, but no, it reminds me of. Um, and I'll stop talking about it right after this. So, the other day I was listening to. Uh, this is gonna be another long preamble. So <laughs> if I'm not not watching USA, I'm definitely watching Turner Classic Movies on cable because I'm a fiend for like golden era Hollywood. Sure. And the other day I found out for the first time that uh, Tony Perkins, who played uh, Norman Bates in Psycho, actually had a full album. Um, and I listened to it, and kind of a similar thing. Like, it was like, he has a really good voice, Sinatra style, but, like, absolutely, like, no expression in his voice. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's early for Matt Bomer. Maybe he can, like, bring his soul out. Maybe he was just awkward on this one, but... It, there's there's a thing like where actors who like are like oh I have a voice that means I can sing it's like there is a lot more to it than having a voice right mm. yeah what, what do you guys think I mean first of all like never cover D'Angelo I think is just like a fundamental rule for anyone <laughs> with a voice like his stuff is just like you know very very idiosyncratic <laughs> um, and like to me it was so funny because I listened to it. And all I could think about was Christmas music. Like, it sounds like an R&B Christmas album, which is, like, not a thing that, like, a song about sex should be sounding like. Like, it sounds like um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas as done by, like, Seal. Like, that is what the production oh, sounds like. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's a good poll quote. <laughs> but, like, I don't even know. It distressed me greatly as a person who listens to D'Angelo almost daily. Um and yeah joe you made me very sad with this song that's, that's all I want. i've got something to cheer you guys up so for their last album cycle panic at the disco had this song called boys and girls and boys i believe it was called and they parodied the video of untitled where the oh singer of panic at the disco is just like topless the that. entire time yeah he looks he looks pretty good so you guys if you like this cover should seek out that video for sure you can have the video on mute and then play that while you listen to this and you'll get the whole <laughs> yeah. experience mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but aside from Panic at the Disco, <laughs> did, did you have thoughts on this? Uh, very strange. I think they've been echoed already. I didn't really Fair enjoy enough. the song. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, this is, this is a must hear because it's just plain weird. Also, teachable moment. Do not cover D'Angelo unless you are a better artist than D'Angelo. And yeah, then you can. Which but. means like, unless you're Prince, don't cover Basically. D'Angelo. Basically. 
Um, yeah, so let's listen to it. So it's Matt Bomer, the actor, covering D'Angelo's untitled How Does It Feel for Magic Mike Double XL. Right where you want me, baby. And I, I just want to be a man. That was a weird white boy D'Angelo cover. <laughs> Next up, let's switch over to another weird white boy doing R&B. <laughs> so this is um, our, our old friend Robin Thicke has a new song. Uh, it's called Morning Sun. And I kind of, this isn't exactly Natalie's pick. Uh, yes. She's going to take me <laughs> on. I kind of forced, forced her to talk about it. <laughs> um, but it's, it's. In, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so we'll, I'll, I'll toss it to you in a second. But I think... As, as much as Paula, his last complete flop of an album, was a punchline and was really bad, and even the, the Blurred Lines album, like, honestly, wasn't a great album. Like, he, I don't think he's awful overall. No, and I mean, it's not. This is like, like he's never been, like, a critically song. acclaimed guy. That's the thing. No, yeah. this just, song, like, could be... I don't know. It could be redeemable, I suppose. I mean, if you directly rip off a sound that was very, very successful in the late 70s, you're going to have a good song. And that's what he does here. And, like, the production is good. He sounds decent. It is not offensive to anyone's ears. So on adult contemporary radio, he might have a hit, you know? I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, I just get the sense he's playing as as close to the vest as completely possible, sure. trying to avoid all those negative internet hot takes. Actually, I don't even know if Robin Thicke cares at all about internet hot takes, but he's trying to avoid bad press and controversy, and he wants to do something that people won't hate, and that's what this is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting because it's not, unlike Blurred Lines, it's not trying to be of the modern era. I mean, even though that was retro, like, that still sounded new. Like, this is, like, totally I mean, late there's 70s. there's no verse Yeah, this. it's, like, total late 70s throwback. And it is, like, very pleasant. You know, I, I think even, like, the biggest thick haters will, like, find <laughs> it hard to hate this song. And maybe that's what he's going for. But then it's just, like, what's the point, though? Because it is so safe. It's, like... If this was just some nobody who made this song and it wasn't Robin Thicke with the name recognition, would people even give it the time of day? No, they wouldn't, but that's the privilege he has because he's Robin Thicke and he can get it radio, you know, he can at least reach radio and reach, you know, big people. get ears. Um, I don't know. It's probably a wise move for Robin Thicke, but like, okay. (laughs) But still, what what dent does that make on the larger music community? Like, a wise move for Robin Thicke doesn't necessarily have an impact on the scene, you know? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's true. We just want to impact the scene. Uh, Shut up, Chris. (laughs) His, uh, I mean, this is forever ago, but I still will go up to bat for his debut hit. Uh, when I get you alone, which and was the interpolation of the disco song "A Fifth of Beethoven," that was when he was just known as Thick. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have Robin in his artist name. I think it was wise that he added the Robin because <laughs> Thick is just a weird. Also, it's gross just like name. a porn. Name. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a, a porn star. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, Robin Thicke still sounds like a porn star, just right? Slightly less. So. And also, I mean, more innocently, that he was just at the time, like his family, his dad was very famous, mm-hmm. like the Alan Thicke, like the last name was famous, and yeah. he wasn't even putting a first name on it. Right. He was like, like <laughs> Thicke. Just yeah, yeah. Famous parents, you know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that would be kind of actually if like. Uh, like Sasha Obama like wants to do like a music career she should just, <laughs> just be Obama, Obama. <laughs> like the new single by Obama that's like literally the worst <laughs> SEO <laughs> that would be really bad in SEO but history. Um, no they, they definitely one of the daughters either has to run for president or become a singer like, probably just, or a model Ugh, model's so boring. Though. It is boring, Nothing against but you never know. Models, but you know. Nothing against models. They're just so Joe. boring. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's Joe hard. said. Joe said that if we talked about Robin Thicke, I can't even talk. I could talk about the song I actually wanted to pick, but he wouldn't let me, which is called Freak of the Week. <laughs> and Go for it. Is by this British rap duo named Corrupt and Conan, both with K's. And it features on the remix which is the version you should listen to, Jeremiah, Popcon, and Beanie Man, which basically makes it the best song of 2015, maybe? I don't know. It's you know too soon to tell, but, I mean, Jeremiah is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Popcon is fantastic. Beanie Man is fantastic. Who knows who Corrupt and Conan are? No one, but whatever. <laughs> Glad you did a little homework before coming. <laughs> oh, also, it's <laughs> produced by DJ Mustard, so mm. you know, pretty. That's a pretty solid lineup, and it is very danceable and very addictive. And I've listened to it like five times this afternoon. So yeah, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, and the, yet you wouldn't let us formally introduce. You, you it. were underselling it too hard. We can, <laughs> we'll deal with this offline. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so let's let's listen to Robin Thicke's Morning Sun, and as counter-programming, uh, you are recommended to seek out Freak of the Week, um, and I already featuring uh, corrupt and Conan. corrupt and Conan. All right, um, but here's Robin Thicke. That was Robin Thicke, 
uh, with a caveat to also seek out Freak of the Week. <laughs> uh, and that features Pop... How is it? Pop-Con? Pop-Con. Pop-Con. Like James Con, but Pop-Con. Like James Con, but Pop... Okay, I, I got that. Who was also on that incredible Jamie XX song. Yes. Um, There's Gonna Be Good Times. Yes. Which we had declared the underdog song of the summer on this podcast at yeah. some point. Spotify actually just said they think it's going to be the song of the summer. Really? It's, Via it's so their, good. Like, viral playlist. Thing. And I don't even really care for the rest of the album. <coughs> I think we've talked about this, but like the Jamie XX album is just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, mm. but that song is just, I mean, it's got the it's bones. It's built on the bones of a really, of a good, really good song yeah, that exactly. already existed. That always helps. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's get to our next and, or no, we have a couple more, but let's do a Chris pick. This is health. The song is called stone first and stone fist. (laughs) And, uh, why don't you uh, take it away? Yeah. I'm, I was, I knew about health for a few years. They put out their last album in 2009 and it sounded similar to this, but not as accessible, not quite as catchy. And I'm really interested at where they're going with their new album because, you know, it's been so long that they're taking such a cool new direction. And hearing this for the first time, it just really made me think of Yeezus. And I was telling that to a writer friend of mine, and she was, and I was saying, like, oh, how, you know, like, in, like, indie music, this is kind of a new vibe that it's so, like, loud and in your face and industrial. And she was just like, oh, but, you know, Nine Inch Nails, you know. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But, you know, because I'm a lot younger, I wasn't, like, into them at their heyday so this is sort of like filling that space mm-hmm. for me. And also with like the Yeezus connection, actually this guy named Andrew Dawson, who's been an engineer for Kanye for a while, actually worked on this album mm-hmm. with Health and the Hacks and Cloak did too. Oh, so cool. very, very good album that I'm into a lot right now. It's not out that yet. It's not out yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm But in- interview on billboard.com in the works. <laughs> In the works. Stay tuned. And in the works interview. um, Yeah, I really, you know, Health is one of those bands I don't think I've ever gotten around to listening to a full album, and I really ought to, because I do everything I hear I like, and I really like this song. Um, I like a few, I mean, like, there's a a melody in it that, like, reminds me a bit of the Pet Shop Boys, which is always a good thing, even Mm. though it does not sound like the Pet Shop Boys, but, like, the melodic part of it reminds me of that. Yeah, the vocal hook. I can see that totally. And, uh, and yeah, and there's something cool about, I mean, it is, like, electronic, but the way the electronics hit are, like, less like dance music and more like, like a guitar riff hits mm-hmm. you when you're listening to a song. Um, and that's always cool. So I like, I like stuff like that. What, what do you think, Natalie? I was into it, too. Yeah, I can see the Yeezus thing just because I got, like, a very 80s vibe from it, but maybe, I, I don't know. It's my knowledge of that era is sort of nebulous, but that was the, that was my immediate thought. But yeah, the kind of like industrial thing. Mm. I can I can dig it. I can dig it. I didn't I don't know if I listened enough times to like fully capture it, but but yeah. It's interesting to me that there's actually like ties behind the scenes that you're saying to like people who have worked across genres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so let's listen to it and and keep an eye, at least one eye open for that health. <laughs> what is it, Q&A? Or I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but I'm probably going to talk to the members of health and hopefully some collaborators soon. Nice. All right, so it's uh, Health Stone Fist from the album is Death Magic, right? Death Magic. Death okay, magic. cool. All right, let's listen. Out <laughs> August 7th. <laughs> 
All right, that was health. Uh, next and last, this is one of my picks. Uh, this is one I actually do like, not just a, like what is going on here. Um, this is Bilal featuring Big Crit, and the song is called something I didn't Pleasure write toy. down. Thank how you. How can you not remember that? That's yeah, like my fundamental I? beef with it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this is so uh, Bilal, whose name might be Bilal. I've, I've always said Bilal. I I've only very heard well Bilal. could be wrong. No, um, it's Bilal. Anyway, so he's got an album out. Um, you know, he's an interesting artist. He's worked with a lot of interesting people. Uh, this new album features Kendrick and someone else who I'm, of course, forgetting, and Big Crit. And I think Crit gives the best um, appearance on this because he, he's just really good, kind of like Ludacris was maybe 10 years ago at, like, showing up delivering a memorable verse but like not stealing the spotlight too much like and this is of course nothing against Kendrick but like Kendrick when he's on a song like he tends to become the narrative of the song but like Crit poor really, Big Sean yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like he shows up and just kind of like adds a little bit without taking away anyway so the song is called Pleasure Toy um, it's got a very like Marvin Gaye sexual healing-esque beat might even be an interpolation of it I'm not sure um and the singing is very Prince-esque. I mean, it's kind yeah. of hard to do, I feel, to do any R&B song with a, like, retro 80s vibe without, especially when you're talking about, like, sex toys, without Prince coming to mind. <laughs> I mean, because, like, all of his B-sides from the 80s were, like, just had the most lewd titles, like, things I would blush to say on this podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but, no, if you you should look, if you're not familiar, you should look up Prince. There's a three-disc compilation called The Hits and the B-Sides, and the third disc is all B-Sides, and it has some some great uh, lewd Not titles. safe for work. Don't do it on your work computer. It's, yeah, oh, you, you wouldn't want those words on your work computer. <laughs> Anyways, though, so, uh, I mean, I think it's just, like, it's a, it's a cool song. I think it's interesting, and... It's uh, that's that's really what I have to say about it. What did you what do you think about it, guys? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was actually reading something a friend of mine wrote about the new Miguel album that was really good, and it was very very good background to that. Not saying that like he's copying Miguel or anything. He's been around a lot longer than Miguel, but yeah, I mean it's it's in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like I like it. In theory, I like Bilal. He's, like, obviously a fantastic vocalist, which is why he gets, like, so much work on just about everybody's stuff. Um, but, like, Pleasure Toy. I just <laughs> like the stuff, like, in the song. I'm listening to it. I just, like, I just can't. <laughs> like, the things he's saying, I don't know. I just... I must think that once you get to that point where the song is called Pleasure Toy, it's like Prince. Like, it's so far that, like, you just gotta go with it, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's like he's not even trying to be sexy. It's just, like, so crazy. May- maybe not, though. Maybe I feel he like he is really trying to be sexy, though. <laughs> and, like, it's not working for me at all. <laughs> like, I-, I don't know, but that's just me. It's just, like, Pleasure Toy. Pleasure Toy. But, like, I like, I think he's doing cool things with his voice. Like, I like the different layers of it. I thought that was really interesting. I agree. Big Crit sounds great. That much I like. It's just kind of the general vibe that I'm yeah. just stuck on. It's like, give me D'Angelo any day. You know? <laughs> so you're, yeah, basically the takeaway is just listen to D'Angelo. No, but, uh, like, if you want, like, to be sexy. Like, right. Ugh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, and I think there is something kind of funny about the song being called, I mean, I guess Pleasure Toy sounds less crass than just Sex Toy, but at the same time, no one really says Pleasure Toy, so it almost sounds like 
if you were like some I mean, robot alien trying to describe human things the whole time yeah he's it's like, just like let me use my tool on you and i'm just like i just just know <laughs> it's true this is like one in a long long line of sensual r&b songs about penises i mean that much like in principle i am not opposed but like this particular one doesn't do it for me sorry below <laughs> We've been tearing down a lot of male R&B musicians on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, Hating on the men. And, the, and these are these are recommendations. <laughs> anyway, so. But so. Whatever. We're allowed to disagree, though, right? No, we are 100%. And uh, no, I think you have a point. I mean, it is like almost to the point of parody. But we'll let you, the listener, decide. <laughs> yes. So let's listen to it. It's Bilal featuring Big Crit. The song is called... As you might have guessed, pleasure toy. All right, that's all we have this week on the Mustard Music Podcast. Uh, next week, we do have a recommendation from someone we're going to get to once we get Jason and Erica back in the house. And Erica will, I think, at that point be done with her. I, I'm not really good at keeping track of no, days. No, it's three weeks. Oh, yeah. So. But when did – anyways, I, we don't need to get into this. Now, <laughs> Erica will be close to death and also close to the end of her <laughs> diet. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, I'm sure, like, the diet's great, but it really is. Like, you cut out caffeine – and you know you eat these like weird pre-prepared meals it's just that's that's no life to lead but it is only 22 days at the same time she's gonna be glowing she's a trooper yeah uh i mean sure glowing (laughs) shout out to the nice company that sent them free food though (laughs) yeah whatever company chris is is. trying to get them to send him he's trying to get free (laughs) vegan microwave vegan (laughs) yeah anyways though um so yeah so thanks for listening and hope you guys have a good week planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.